Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Monday, January 29th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be reviewing the Justice League Dark animated movie. This came out digitally last week, and it comes out Blu-ray and DVD next Tuesday, uh, February 7th. And as always, we'll have a non-spoiler portion where we give our thoughts if you haven't seen the movie yet and then we'll get into spoilers later we'll let you know when that happens so you know to turn off if you haven't seen it yet Mm -hmm. so i guess non-spoiler wise zach what'd you think of this so i was maybe a little i had lower expectations going to this just because just personally for me i'm not a huge fan of magic in comic books in general or in dc or anything so I like magic by itself so i'm a huge harry potter fan but like when it's mixed in with other stuff like this normally i'm not that interested in it um so i guess this movie exceeded my expectations because i wasn't expecting to be that entertained by it or to be that you know involved in the story but it was i thought they did a very good job with the story um and their use of batman was great through the whole movie and we'll talk about that more but um yeah so i'd say it exceeded my expectations but it wasn't like it wasn't amazing or mind-blowing yeah, I get what you're saying here uh, about the like the magic in comics. I know that can be tricky sometimes. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't. Uh, and especially with something like this, there's a handful of different characters that are magic-based, mm-hmm. but their magic is all different, and they right. can all do you know they can all do different things, and the magic works differently with them. Uh, having said that, I thought this was a pretty fun movie. Uh, a little dark in some places where I didn't. I don't know if it needed to be. I guess we could get into that, but um, a lot of a lot of fun. After it, it started a little slow for me, but then it got really fun, and I just enjoyed the characters and thought it was a pretty good story overall. Yeah, the I ended up liking uh, Constantine a whole a whole lot, which I I like Constantine already going into this. So, like, out of all these magic characters, Constantine's probably my favorite, and he doesn't disappoint in this movie, um, right? And it, it yeah. probably helps that it's it's Matt Ryan, so yeah, uh, definitely. people are familiar with him, and and you know he's got a lot of fans for all his different portrayals now of Constantine. Yep. All right, I guess now we'll get into our spoiler thoughts. So if you haven't seen it yet, this is a good time to turn off. All right, so I think if I had to pick one of the things that uh, we talked about, we were talking in the non-spoiler part about how we liked the characters and the way they used them. One of the characters that was disappointing for me was Swamp Thing. So, you know, like he's on the cover and I guess, I guess I thought he was going to be a bigger part of the story. Not that he doesn't, he doesn't play an unimportant part to the story, but I thought he was going to be around more. So like he's in the movie for a total of maybe five minutes, I think. Right. I was surprised how very little he was used and I kind of understand it's a 75 minute movie Yeah. this is the first time these characters have been introduced in this universe, the uh, the animated universe that they built with these movies. So I know I figured somebody would get the short end. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of bummed that it was Swamp Thing because he's a pretty cool character and I wanted to see more of him. And what's great about Swamp Thing in animation is, you know, you're not limited. Whereas, right. you know, I could see wanting to save him if it was a live action film. But in an animated film, he's about as difficult to draw as you know any other random character i guess so right so but that being said um all the other characters i did really like how they handled them like i said before constantine is hilarious i really liked uh batman's just kind of deadpan 
there's a, a couple different times when they would like ask questions and he just kind of deadpan answers and it's funny. And right. He, and that's he, how that's yeah. how Batman can be funny. Like Batman doesn't crack jokes unless it's the Lego version. Uh, <laughs> what what he's saying isn't funny to him. You know, I know a lot of people say, oh, Batman doesn't do one liners. He says stuff that isn't funny to the characters. He says stuff that's funny to the audience. Right. And that's what's um, that's where Batman can have humor. And so I thought they did a pretty good job with that. While we're on the topic, what do you think of Batman in this overall? Yeah, uh, I I guess I don't know why he's skeptical of magic. I guess it's just this version of Batman hasn't encountered that much magic before. Um, but on that assumption, it makes sense that he's not really he doesn't really like have any reason to go after them, and he it takes like the possession of him to get him to go team up with the Justice League Dark. Um, but I guess. Other than that, it is kind of funny that, like, it's just one of the things you have to accept from comic books, but, like, that fight towards the end where um, where they're fighting Faust and there's, like, these huge, crazy, magical fights going on and the thing that saves the day is Batman with his grappling hook. Right. It was, that I thought was, I don't know. <laughs> that's okay, I guess. That's, that's just one of the things that, like, that's one of the reasons I said before that I don't really like the mixing of magic and normal quote-unquote superheroes so much because you're gonna have situations like that where i'm just like is that really like would that really work (laughs) right but you know that's part of comic books like you just kind of have to that's part of accepting the the story of it i guess but um other than that part i really like the way they use batman i guess yeah we knew he was going to be involved for most of it because that would you know it's batman and yeah he has to be there i guess but I think they did a pretty good job of him not being the main focus. Right. You know, this is clearly a Constantine and Zatanna movie, I would say, for the most part. And yeah, he saves the day a little bit, but I mean at the end of the at the end of the movie, he's not the one responsible for them winning. Um it was kind of funny that he was slow to believe it was magic, even mm-hmm. though you know, I think Wonder Woman mentions a couple of people they've already fought against that were magic based and he seems to have a history with Zatanna. Um, they don't, I don't think they explicitly said that, but yeah. in a lot of continuities he has, and it seemed like they did here. Yeah, it did. It felt like the whole time he was just kind of being dragged along for the ride, which is, makes sense in the story, I think. So I'm like you said, I'm glad to see that he wasn't the one like leading the fight because he's just like, half of him doesn't even believe in this really. And he's just kind of getting sucked from place to place because there's nothing he can do about it because he doesn't have magic. Right, and he he can't really be the strategist like normal yeah. because he, he like uh I don't know what to do, but I I like that it they had to have a connection to the Justice League I think, mm-hmm. um and with it being Batman it's easier to understand if it was like Superman then if somebody possessed Superman everybody yeah. would be in trouble where like none of the villains are gonna try to possess Batman because they're like oh what can he do right <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the. Suicide Squad versus Justice League we just finished reading. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so this was this started out very dark for me. I thought the first few minutes yeah. were pretty dark. What did you think of that overall, and what did you think about the R rating? Uh, yeah, so you and I talked a little bit about this already, but I I said that I think they could have gotten by with a PG-13 movie, if maybe if they just released or removed some of the language, I think. Even with that, they could probably still make it PG-13. I didn't think... The beginning was dark enough to make it R, but I think maybe you disagreed with that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I thought it easily could have been fixed onto a PG-13, and I didn't think it needed uh, to be quite as dark as it did. 
Yeah. Um, but really, the first few minutes are dark, and after that, it's not. And then they mix in it and mix it in a little bit more. Um, but most of it is a little more lighthearted in like a PG thirteen kind of way. I would say. Yeah, yeah. There's like so the beginning is like a a mom wanting to kill her baby, people just running people yeah. over, and then like I don't know, twenty minutes later, they're just fighting a poop monster. Right. So like, like you said, it gets it gets way less dark pretty quick. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not one who thinks everything needs to be R to tell more adult stories. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I thought the Killing Joke, they probably could have. I know a lot of people would disagree with me, but I thought the Killing Joke could have been PG thirteen. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's significantly darker story than The Dark Knight Returns, um, which got a PG thirteen. So I I don't know what to take from that. And when I think of the the Justice League Dark Team, I don't necessarily think of darkness. Mm-hmm. I they're more kind of wacky. Yeah, <laughs> than dark, um, but they're they're. I mean, when you're dealing with magical stuff, there's some horror aspects that are going to be involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of kind of both Swamp Thing and Jason Blood slash Etrigan? Uh, Etrigan, sorry, they got kind of separated from their respective superpowered beings. Uh, what did you think of that? And Jason Blood dying like that was kind of crazy, right? That was um. I'm curious to see. It almost feels like they are trying to set up a sequel. Yeah. Um, this didn't have a post-credit scene, though. I don't think did it. Uh, not that I noticed. No. Um, so I, I wonder if they're trying to lead that, or if if this is just a one-off and that's how their story ends. I, I mean, it kind of started off early with seeing Jason Plud get stabbed, and yeah. so to end with that kind of makes sense. Um, kind of sad to see him go, but he's several thousand years old, so. <laughs> right. Uh. Don't feel too bad for him, but uh, I guess Etrigan is free now to do whatever he wants, run for president or whatever it is he does. <laughs> but yeah, the like we said, Swamp Thing doesn't get used that much, but and then he just kind of shows up and they take Alec Holland, take his body out of him and just throw it on the ground and he leaves, which right, I thought was kind of weird. It was just weird, like, I don't know. I was expecting more from Swamp Thing, so I guess I'm just going back to that little bit, a bit of disappointment I had, but it's not a huge thing. Yeah, and so at the, was he forced away as Swamp Thing, or did he just run away because he was... I think he just... I don't know. Yeah, I think he just ran away because Alec Holland wasn't in him anymore. I don't know. It was confusing yeah. a little bit. Uh, uh, we see him like shed one tear, and then yeah. <laughs> he goes back underground. Uh, I don't know. I guess uh, we'll have to see there. Yeah. Um, so what did you think overall of, you know, the final fight with Destiny? Um, we kind of got misled for a long time because of Faust and we thought, but obviously like if you look at how far into the movie, you're like, well, this can't be the final battle, but, um, right. yeah. what do you think of the whole, uh, Destiny thing? Des- I, I guess it was kind of interesting, misleading. I mean, we don't get to see a lot of Richie, right. Destiny the whole everything going on there because in a 75 minute movie when you're also learning you know introducing the heroes it's kind of tough um it was interesting i guess um Mm -hmm. i would have liked to see more of that but it kind of seemed i guess i should have seen it coming but it felt a little bit out of nowhere to me yeah and i think like you said it's only a 75 minute movie i wish there had been more time to see maybe some more of that final fight because we see some of the justice league come in and get kind of possessed by destiny and that part was really really interesting to me to see them fight 
Um, and we only get like a minute or two of that because it's so close to the end of the movie. But again, this isn't a Justice League movie. It's a Justice League dark movie. So, Although it would, you know, it would have been, we could have had almost a final battle with Destiny controlling the Justice League. Yeah. Um, and then we'd get to see more of Swamp Thing bashing, I don't know, Cyborg or, yeah. or whatever, you know, um, or Aquaman or something. I don't know. Swamp versus water. Um, but I, I don't know. I thought the, the visuals were pretty cool. It's tricky to do magic. Um, mm-hmm. but I thought, I thought Constantine and Zatanna seemed pretty cool. Um, don't you? Yeah, definitely. I, as much as I don't like seeing magic mix in this world, the way that they at least visualized it was really cool. Like you said, like making the, the symbols and whatnot, like a lot of stuff that would be harder to do in a live action movie, maybe that is a lot easier to do in animation. So it was, it was cool to see those parts, but like you said, it's kind of hard to know with magic, like what the rules are and like, what, what are they doing? Why does this person, why is this person able to do that? And that person isn't right. Which is, I mean, you accept that all the time with superheroes. You're like, well, Superman can shoot laser beams from his eye, heat vision. Why can't, you know, why can't Wonder Woman do that? And we just accept that all the time. But it's harder with magic because I guess I like think of magic as one singular thing that you either have right. it or you don't. And everybody who has it has the same form, but that's not true. Right. Yeah. And that, that's what makes it tricky because we can't, we know what the rules are for, like as ridiculous as they may seem, we know right. what the rules are for Superman and Wonder Woman. It's tough to know the boundaries of what Constantine do, can do versus Zatanna. Right. And clearly Zatanna can do a lot more, but you know, we don't know the specifics of it. Yep. But I, th- I think the highlight for me was probably just uh, as dumb as it sounds, seeing all these characters. Yeah. Um, and you know, I would, like you said, I would have liked to see more Swamp Thing too, but I mean, we got rhyming Etrigan, Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Zatanna speaking backwards magic and Constantine being awesome. So I really, I mean, we saw Black Orchid for yeah. goodness sake. So, I mean, um, that was pretty cool. And I'm glad in general, I'm glad this, the DC animated movie universe is expanding into different realms yeah. other than just the straightforward superhero movies. Definitely. I also liked uh, Dead Man a lot. I was kind of neutral on him going in this movie, but he he was pretty funny. So he, that was one of my standout characters too. Yeah, I was some of the. I thought the voice cast did a very good job because I, uh, Dead Man and actually the first time I watched the first clip of Superman, they both seemed kind of out of place. And then mm-hmm. I noticed watching the movie that they didn't stand out one way or the other, which is like I don't mean that as a knock to the actors. It's a good thing. Like you don't notice. If you don't notice their voice acting, that's usually a good thing. Exactly. Because it just fits right in. So yeah, overall, I think it definitely was a fun, entertaining movie. Um, and like I said, it I'm, it might sound like I'm maybe negative or harsh towards this movie just because I don't like magic that much. But like I said at the beginning, I think it exceeded my expectations. So I wasn't expecting to enjoy it that much. And I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah, I think it, I just thought it was really good. I, it was kind of about what I was expecting. Um, and so I I thought, you know, it's fun seeing fun. It's a fun group of characters, the Justice League Dark team. I don't really like calling them that. Yeah. But it's a it's a fun group of characters. And so I think they nailed that. And it was an interesting enough story to, to keep me engaged all the way through. Um, do you think there's anything we could take from this into a, a potential Dark Universe film? I mean, story-wise, I probably not, but character-wise, I hope I hope they keep the same. I mean, Constantine is 
I, I, at least for me, Constantine is pretty set that his, this character that we saw of Constantine is like the version of Constantine that most people like, I think, and is kind of canonical, I would guess. But, um, right. So it'd be cool to see, you know, a live action version of that that is very similar. So yeah, like I think they did very good work with the characters. The only thing I didn't like again was not seeing Swamp Thing as much. So hopefully that's not an indication that we won't see much Swamp Thing in the live action movie where it'll be even harder to make Swamp Thing because they can't just draw it. Um, but Well, they yeah. can. It's just yeah, that's true. CGI, more, I guess. <laughs> more expensive that way. <laughs> Takes a couple more computers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you there. I, I think um, they did, a, other than you know a little bit too little Swamp Thing, I think they balanced the characters well, but they still had, like I said, it was kind of Constantine in Satana's movie. Mm-hmm. So I think they did a good job with that. And I, I think that's how it would be in a in a live action film we'd focus mostly on Constantine and Zatanna and then see the other people mixed in. Yeah, and it something that I don't think I mentioned before too, but the it wasn't just like it's called Justice League Dark, but it wasn't really it was just like people that Constantine has made angry in the past that he knows that he can like make them help him sometimes. So it felt more natural. Like this is these kinds of characters, this is how they would actually team up is just okay, fine, I guess I'll help you. I don't really right. want to, but... <laughs> right, they all know Constantine. Right. And it's None like, of them really like him that much. <laughs> they know if he if he's asking for their help, it's probably for a good reason, but right. they, they also don't really want to work with him. Um, <laughs> and that's that's actually really great because it creates it creates good conflict mm-hmm. um, within the team, and I thought, I thought that was mostly handled well. Um, and it's just fun to see because Constantine is kind of a likable jerk. So it's good to get to see him be himself. Yeah. And so I hope we get in a live action version, we get to see some sort of montage or something, a couple scenes of him trying to round up the troops, basically, I guess, similar to right. this. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm sure that's, yeah, I, I, bet, I would bet it would be some ridiculous supernatural threat comes in, yeah. whether the Justice League tries to stop it or not, um, and then it turns out Constantine's got to get some people together. That's that's normally how uh, the Constantine so- team-up stories go. Yeah. Uh, but getting back to this, would you like to see a sequel? Yeah, I'd be open to seeing a sequel. Um, there's other things I would rather... Like, if I were in charge of Warner Brothers animation, I would probably direct my resources to some other storylines, but that's just because, again, I may be biased against magic, but... You know, if they made a sequel to this movie, I'd definitely watch it. It was interesting enough that I'd like to see these characters again. Yeah, and I, th- I would, I would be cool with seeing. I would definitely want to see a sequel. I think they could almost do kind of like what they've been doing lately: is like one Batman movie, one Justice League movie, and then one other movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, especially, they've seemed rather than three a year, they've sort of been upping their production. So I wouldn't mind getting like a yearly Justice League Dark film and they could release it around halloween time to yeah to tie into that i think that would be a smart idea yep all right well that is all we have for today thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow thanks for listening and make sure to check out dc daily drop on twitter facebook and dc drop by tomorrow for more dc news